Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast. And I'm just going to be very honest with you guys. Adam and I are so burnt out. Like we're just burned, burned out. We <laughs> I know a lot of people can relate to this because it's the holidays, like everyone's hustling and bustling and I was just telling Adam, I feel like I'm being pulled in all different directions from people and people wanting something from me, but I have absolutely nothing to give. So prayers. How about you <laughs> for tell everyone? Podcast. How about you tell everyone our schedule so far this month? Oh. So last week, this week, next week, week after. It's just ridiculous, and it's really hard that our families live out of state. So whoever's traveling out there to see your families or trying to see your spouse's family or boyfriend girlfriend's family, we feel you because we're going from Arkansas to Texas to Missouri to California, California and you know. Maybe we have two really good topics to talk about, and I just thought of them. One is how once you're in a relationship, how do you handle holidays? You got to do stuff you don't want to do. Okay. Number two, <laughs> um, with the holidays coming up, how do you shop for your significant other? That's I was going to ask you that today because it's really hard to shop for guys, I feel like. Yeah, and it's... It's tough because depending on where you are in your life, I mean, I have everything I want. I have my sweet raven. I know. I was about to say, you have everything, so I don't even know what I I do. Well, it's not that I have everything, but everything that I need in my life, I have. Yeah. So what would you suggest to, like, get somebody? This isn't an ad or anything. I'm just, like, (laughs) asking for all the girls out there. I'd say for a guy, honestly, like, a gift card. Yeah. I think it's That's really nice. it's simplistic. It is it's easy. Guys don't take offense to it. Um, I and a guy could do whatever the heck he wants with it. If you give me a gift card to Lowe's or Home Depot, <laughs> I will have a heyday there. And uh, I guess like after Christmas, everything goes on sale, so it's nice to have a gift card. Yeah, that too. And it doesn't. And the gift card can even be to like Target too. It doesn't even have to be anything special. Sp- yeah, nothing crazy. I mean, unless your man like likes a specific clothing brand and you get a gift card to that clothing store, then yeah, just do that. But I think for the most part, it's like, it's pretty straightforward. It's easy. I remember our first Christmas together and we were dating for like, I don't know, just like six months maybe at that. And you were Jewish and I was like, how do I approach Christmas with this guy? Like, do they do gifts? I want it all. I want the snow, the tree. I want all okay. the gifts, everything. But some some don't, you know. Some no, just... every Jew loves Christmas. <laughs> I don't it's think... A, it's an excuse for gifts. Okay, well, that's good. But I remember approaching the subject like, mm, do I get him a Christmas gift? Because in the South, like Christmas is such a big deal. Everything's a big deal. We really go out for all the holidays. And so Adam came to my redneck, redneck Christmas party in Arkansas, and he was like... What did I walk into? <laughs> <laughs> tell it was everyone amazing. what you tell everyone what your Christmas routine is like. Oh, Christmas your family's Christmas is routine. like full of food. Like okay, food. Hold on, no, no, but tell them what happens. Remember the day before Christmas, and you do the like the phone call, and I forget. Oh, yeah, so yeah. we have a family tradition. I don't. Let me please DM me your family traditions because this will play the week before, mm. and I love uh, people's traditions and the games they play during Christmas. But we have a. <laughs> a a tradition where everyone in my family calls everyone at Christmas Eve, and you have to be the first one to say it. So, for example, I would be, like, calling Adam, and I would say, Christmas Eve gift. And then if I say it before he does, 
when we go to the Christmas party, he has to get me a Christmas Eve gift. So mm. like I get a double present. <laughs> but if I call Adam and he says Christmas Eve gift before me, even though I called him, I have to give him a gift. So it's like yeah. so fun. Like as soon as the clock <laughs> strikes 12, I have a really big family. People are like ringing off the hook. But now it's gotten tricky. We had to take like social media away from it because Thank people God for were just ID, like, right? yeah. So then what you, happens if ready. I pick up and I, and I know what you're going to say and we say it at the same well, time? Well, everyone knows at this point. You just have to be faster than the other. Yeah, but what, literally you pick it up and it's, uh, and yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. what do you do? Yeah, whoever, at the same there's time. There's got to be one that wins. Okay. So yeah, that's our Christmas. Like Adam's just still kind of like figuring it out. We, <laughs> we Tell like, what you did last year. So. We had moonshine at oh, yeah. Christmas Eve. Adam was like, oh my gosh. We had mm-hmm. all sorts of food, deer from turkey to hog jowl to like everything. And Adam's like, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> There's all the deep fried foods, everything you want. All the presents. The, yeah. And you get food coma. And not only is a that time. a lot for someone who's not from the South, but it's also a lot for our Jew- Jewish boy from LA. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you're Jewish or not because you embrace the culture. Yeah. You love That's what it. it's all it about. It was fun. It was fun. Um, what about you as far as, um, even though you are not much of a, a your love language is not a, a giving or receiving of gifts, what would you say for women is a standard, let's just say you've been dating for a year, you love, I love you, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What would you say is a good, just standard gift for women to receive? Oh, that's hard because it depends on the relationship and like how I serious just told you, you are. Love you, I love you. You know okay. each other's families. I would say like a trip or concert tickets. Because hmm. that means like you can buy me concert tickets for like March. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, we're like going to stay together till March. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Buys like enough time. any experience like that, something fun, yeah, something I enjoy. But if I don't like concerts, then like, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like, I mean, I'm not the biggest jewelry person, but I would really like if you got me something yeah. that was jewelry related. Jewelry is like, pretty easy. It's just like the fallback, you know, yeah. thing too. Just something thoughtful. Really, that's all a girl wants is something very mm. thoughtful and something pretty. So if it's I already got you your Christmas gift. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but it's okay. But I think jewelry is great because if you do like like you and I talked about with your store is jewelry. Fits Relative, everybody. Yeah, it fits everyone, yeah. and it, it's honestly just a preference of style. Because if I get you a shirt and it's too big, you're like, "Oh, it's too big." And you're like, "Darn, I got to take it back." And then, yeah, you know, you know how many returns happen the you know the day after like oh, Black so Friday and Christmas? It's yeah, crazy. I've worked everywhere from like Victoria's Secret to Dillard's to like small businesses and retail. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Prayers just, for the retail workers. Yeah, they're slammed all the time. Um, so. it's hard for me right now. Because I don't feel like it's Christmas. It's been like warm in Dallas except for today. And mm. I just, it doesn't feel like Christmas. And we also don't have a Christmas tree. We don't have uh, the menorah up. We don't have like anything. I want to <laughs> wait. Well, I want to wait for <laughs> those, Costco, those Costco those oh. trees to go on sale. Bam, get it. <laughs> and then next year when we're in the new house, yeah, then we can do that. Well, speaking of which, we can talk about the new house too. So we just closed on our house last week. Yeah. Um, it's been... Eight days now. And like, I just can't get over how fast Adam. I think that's why we're burnt out too, because there's so much going on. And then we have like yeah, obligations crazy. to see family and stuff. And it just doesn't feel like Christmas. And it's just like all over the place, you know? It's crazy. But we're, we're turning and burning. We have uh, all the, basically, we're doing 
not a complete remodel, but I would call it a 60% remodel to the home. <laughs> More than that. No, I mean 60% of the, the, the home, not the uh, goods that are going into it. 60% of it is in the front, and then the master we're not, we're not really touching except for the bathroom there. But uh, we're doing like a complete remodel. We've hired a interior designer. Her name is Chelsea Hargrave. She is great at what she does. She kind of brings this modern contemporary farmhouse style house style into this cottage house that we got and it's like a 1950s construction so as we're pulling away the walls like the the coding requirements that you have to build a house now is so much higher than what that house is so as far as efficiency and energy efficiency it's so far behind so i'm trying my best to not put a lot of money into um into certain items and allocate it towards other things that are going to help the longevity of the home and help keep the house comfortable and not feel cold all the time and running the energy bills and all that stuff. So um, all the adult things. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I check up on the house every day before at lunch and after work and just to check on progress. Made me go see the house that they're not when I was really tired. Right. Even Nicole. Anyway, but it's going to be know, great when it's all done. It's just one of those little bumps. We're just having a moment here. Yeah. We're just having a little holiday lag here. And to throw in another uh, fuel into the fire, um, our wedding planning is seldom right now. So (laughs) we are skipping. We've talked about... We're not doing... Yeah. (laughs) Well, Raven said we want to just skip, save the dates, and go straight to invites. So um, I'm curious to know your feedback, everyone's feedback, what they think about... Some people... What I heard, Raven, was (laughs) we can do save the dates in an email... And then you do yeah. invites, you know, the hard copy. Yeah. And this company that we're working with called Joy that um, we'll, we'll talk we're about. We're working with a company yeah. called Joy? Oh. Um, the <laughs> first of next year, uh, they do everything. So they have like everything that they implement is um, like just everything's done online. And then you can check off which side of the party the person is from, oh, um, yeah. how close in a relation you are to them. Did they get invited to the bachelor bachelorette party? Or are they going to the rehearsal dinner? That's awesome. And you can seg- you can separate and put them into different items and columns, and then it has everyone's information that automatically gen- uh, generates what kind of gifts did you uh, did they give you, and then did you write oh, a thank you nice. card to them. It keeps it all organized. Very, very simplistic, and this is not an ad for them yet, but <laughs> I'm sure we will work with them in the future, but... Um, I don't know, Raven. What's your what's your thought so far on our wedding planning? Um, I just I just haven't even really thought about it, to be honest with you. I just I don't. I, How do you feel? Like on a scale from ten, 10 being you are you can you are losing sleep over it. You are freaking the f out. Oh, we no. need all sirens are going off. What's no. your number? Oh, zero. Oh gosh! Or I would be doing something. No, it <laughs> should be like honest. a one or a two. No, it's not. It's really not though, and that's the problem. I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna get married. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be great, and everything I ever wanted. But I haven't done anything. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. Yeah, we it got is. house. We got Christmas to get through. We got you know all these moving pieces, and we'll be fine. And just a little tidbit: this weekend we're going with my two best friends from back home. They've been my best friends since preschool. Seriously, that long preschool, mm. and their families and their children that are five, three, and two to Branson, Missouri, 
I cannot wait to take Adam because it's going to be a culture shock to his little Raven, city boy life. Nothing has been a culture. I have embraced Listen, the culture. You have done so well, but I love to put you in these situations because your eyes just get bigger and you just take it all in. Because usually you're like a spaz and you're like, but then I put you in these weird situations that you just don't know anything about and you're like just so quiet and you take it all in and it's really fun for me. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you're going to fulfill everybody in with what happens in Branson. From what I've read and seen and heard, apparently this is the winter wonderland of the South. Yeah. Um, this is Silver like... Silver Dollar City. Yeah. We got Dolly Parton's show. It's kind of like the medieval times, but it's all like country, Dolly Parton. It's like I'm just curious to know how the, how, the other, how the kiddos are going to do. They're going to love it. And then we have the Polar Express. Yes. And I got us tickets to get a cup of milk and a cookie. Cookie. That's my first. That was my first. It's gonna word. be amazing, and I can't wait. Like, I need to inter- start introducing Adam to like real world of parenting. Like, it's not about us anymore, and it's not about full, like, cool fun trips to Mexico. We just went on. It's gonna be like going to Branson with our children. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anything you want to add to update everybody? I mean, we're just so burnt out at this point. We're just like. Let's get to 2020. Like, let's just so fast true. forward to 2020. Well, speaking of our New Year's plans, we've just talked about probably just setting up shop here in Dallas and actually having like a relaxing night, watching a movie, popping a bottle of champagne. I don't want to go anywhere. I want to no. be in my PJs. I want to watch a movie with you on the couch. And I want us to click over when the ball's dropping, watch that, and then eat Chinese food and go to sleep. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. I love it. And just wake up in 2020 and have our um, uh, <laughs> beans and hog jowl for good luck. Ah. It's this other thing. And Adam's now into hog that jowl. too. So, yeah, that's what I want to do. Good. Well, I'm down for that. Perfect. Sweet Raven. Okay. Should we just, you know, take a break and then get to questions? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Lola wants to make your period a little bit easier. Lola is a female-founded feminine care brand offering high-quality period and sexual wellness products made with natural ingredients. Subscriptions are customizable, so you can choose your mix of products or absorbencies down to the exact number of lats and supers you want in your box, and it's super easy to cancel at any time. Lola makes your period products with 100% organic cotton. Lola believes in total ingredient transparency. I love Lola so much because I appreciate the convenience of the period products delivered right to my door when I need it. It's never been easier to try Lola. Get started today with a trial set. Get 30% off your $5 trial set by going to mylola.com and enter DATE, D-A-T-E, to redeem your offer. That's mylola.com and enter DATE to redeem your offer. Okay, we're back. Are you ready for listener questions? I have to be ready. Okay. And I just want to like just say right off the bat, we're in this with everybody. We don't know the answers. We're not advice givers. We can just give our opinions and we're here for you just like you guys are here for us. That's all it is. Okay, this girl I've been feeling for, this one I'm about to read, she's 
said that she's been trying not to cry at her desk all week. Mm-hmm. So you know what That's that means. So, what? Breakup. Breakup. Yeah. She said, my boyfriend of five years broke up with me about three months ago. We've spoken a little, but he clearly just wants to play the field now that he's single for the first time in a while. We had been doing long distance since graduating college two years ago while he, I think she meant he did grad school, but it didn't say in it. She left out a word. I'm guessing it's he's doing grad school, not her. He always encouraged me to reach my goals and I thought distance was going well about three hours apart. I was planning on moving to this city this summer when I'm done here, but he ended it. My question is, should I still move there? Some of my best friends live there and the market for my job is good. I don't want to stay in the city I live in now and his city is the only other place I know people. I'm so lost and I would appreciate your advice. I'm just curious. Can you click on her thing and see where she lives? Yeah, I can. If you give me one second. One second. Well, here's my first, while you're looking that up, Mm -hmm. um, my first thought is if that's where your majority of your friends are and that's where you want to be, then go. You know who this reminds me of? Taylor Sales? No, you can't say her. No, I'm just kidding. You can. <laughs> She'll love that you said her name. Um, just in case I put an edit marker. Okay, on my cool. Yeah. yeah. No, um, it reminds me of Tia's situation, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tia was uh, dating a guy in Nashville, and she loves Nashville. And she was kind of like, she was already wanting to move there, and she knows a lot of people there. Um, and, of course, she dated him for so long. It doesn't, by the way, it doesn't say where this girl's from. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, she was in the same situation. She asked me the same thing. I told her to move. Yeah, do it. I think, well, especially if she said that, even though her and the boyfriend are broken up, it's easier to get over somebody when you're farther apart because you just, the, That's true. the logistics of getting to see them are harder. Um, but if you are in a city where you've established like a friend group, a support system and people that you want to be around, that makes it even easier to just stick around there and depending on how big the city is, you're probably going to bump into somebody anyways who's going to be better than the last. So yeah, I think she just keep your head up. I think she should move. Yeah, absolutely. I think if, if you have the opportunity to go anywhere, do it and you can always come back, always come back home, but at least live there for all four seasons, live there for a year, see how things go, see how you adapt because at least you can sign it a six month lease or one year lease and figure out what you need to do. The problem is when you start bouncing around a lot, that's when it gets really tough because you can't like, you know, ground Settle yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless, I mean, unless you've had friends that you, you know, you were born and raised around and then went to high school with and, you know, then you can like bounce around and those people always be there for you, but you want physical people around, you know, around you as well. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. There was something else I was going to add. Oh, her saying that it was a good market for her job. That's awesome. Oh yeah. That's Especially so if you flexibility. Key. Yeah, do it. Yeah, definitely do it. Okay. Next question. I'm, she said, dating question for you and Adam. I'm told to trust my instincts all the time, but how do I know my instincts haven't been warped from previous experiences when I've been hurt? Like, how do I separate instinct from intuition from a feeling that's born of experience? Does that make any sense? Yes, it does, because I've thought about this myself so many times. I like the fact that she... She's aware. Yeah, she recognizes she's aware. Um, I... I'm a firm believer in taking whether they're flaws, whether there are positive memories, and whether there's really crappy memories of dating somebody, 
and taking that and then, you know, learning from all of that and applying it to the next. And that's the only way, I mean, for the most part, that's the only way you're going to be really able to adapt because everybody that you've dated, everybody that I've dated has been so just unique and off the board as far as what they do for a job, what are their ambitions, how do you uh, cope with them. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has completely different lifestyles. So I feel as if those are all positive things and she's mm-hmm. in the know. Yeah. And I asked myself all these questions she's saying right now when I was dating you because, you know, I had these walls up and stuff from my previous relationship and I thought it was my intuition telling me something, but really it was just my scars from past relationships and just you could it's good to know that you're aware that you could be skewing your perception of things you know yeah and it's you have to be able to let go from whatever if you're in a relationship where you got cheated on you have to be able to let that go and not let that guard um come up as high on your next relationship, you just have to understand that not everybody is the the same and you just have to treat people different with the benefit of doubt. I mean, you just have to. Yeah. I think self-reflection really helped me a lot because I would be really questioning something that I shouldn't have even been questioning. And I'm like, why am I thinking these thoughts? And if there was like, oh, I've been hurt from the past and my ex did this, then I knew it was because of the experience I had and not my intuition. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. It's really hard to navigate, but that's so great that she's, you know, learning her past relationships have really made her self-reflect. And I think that that is awesome. Yeah. I have actually an interesting question. This is from a guy too. Oh, cool. This was a neat one that came in. Um he said, Hey Adam, I was wondering what advice you have for me being a virgin at 22. I'm turning 23 in March. I find people like being around me and I'm either being friend zoned or don't know how to start a conversation. What are your thoughts on losing your virginity and dealing with societal expectations? If you could answer on the next podcast, I would really appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, that's cool. Well, Interesting, huh? I was a virgin <clears throat> until I was 24. Hey, so man. I waited a really, really long time. Um, well, it's not really, really, I know people that have waited way longer than that, but, um, there is a pressure to do it. I'm pretty sure everyone in my family and probably my friends like thought I was a lesbian or something because I hadn't had sex. It was really strange period of life when you're a virgin and no one else is and everyone thinks that's weird, but it's a personal choice. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, as you get older, 22 and 23 is not out of the ordinary. No, not at all. When you start getting into like 28, 29, you're a virgin. Okay, maybe that's where like uh, a lot of the social pressure starts to kind of get to you. But I don't think that it should be seen as... Well, one of my best guy friends just lost his virginity. He's older than me. Are you talking about... Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) And he's older than me, and he's a very cool guy, and I love him so much. And he's the best and has the swag, has everything, and that was his personal choice. Yeah, now he's probably attached. Duh. Yeah. We all are. (laughs) We all get attached to our first. And you know what's crazy is this guy, I'm looking at his profile pic, he's not a bad-looking dude either. Yeah. I and know. There's I will, a lot of closeted virgins out on these yeah. streets. Let me just say this. That are I, hot. I'm not going to identify his name, but I'm just going to say he's on the East Coast. That's all I will say. 
So these coasters, look out because there are some good sleepers more, out there. I think there's more people out there saving their virginity than what we think. Facts. It's like, for me, it was because I had hurt. I grew up with an older brother. So I was around his guy friends all the time. I knew what they were saying and what they were doing. And I did not want to be subject to that. And I also had my best girlfriends going through stuff. And I was like, I don't want to do that either. I feel like that sucks going through these heartbreaks for these guys who just want to sleep. Like it was a personal choice when I was younger because of that, because of my own personal experience. And plus, like my idea was to wait for marriage, like in a, in a, like my greatest fantasy it would have like been love at first sight got married quick and you know had my first night on my wedding night it didn't happen that way but I think there's a lot of people waiting because they don't they see the hurt and the weirdness that can come with losing your virginity at Mm -hmm. a weird at at a young age (laughs) you know what I mean yeah you just can't think (laughs) and then you get busy like for me I was busy with sports I was busy with school like I didn't I didn't have time. That's completely fair. And the good news is, is like you didn't come off as the person who was sleeping with everyone either. So it's like your reputation but is good. But it's okay if you do. Exactly. It's okay if you don't wait. Like it's so personal and like who cares? Yep. I'm with I you there. always say like when I have a daughter, I'm going to support her no matter what. I'm going to tell her like the dangers of you know, sleeping around, but I'm also going to tell her the dangers of not experimenting, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's so important. I need to I just think it's not a personal... think or hear about that right now. So. <laughs> it's a personal... I need you personal... to jump to your questions, please. Okay. 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 Sorry. 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 Um, okay. This one, I love this one. She said the situation and then the question. Okay, so here's the situation. 1.5 years ago, I was talking and going on dates with a man I met on a dating app. We had actually gone to school together, but we decided to end it after he found out he was being being moved to Chicago for work. Fast forward to last week, he was back home and messaged me asking me to go to dinner, and he ended up confessing that he missed me and hasn't met anyone like me. We had a great night, and he went back to Chicago, and I haven't really heard from him since. My question, is there a potential for a relationship here? We have plans to go on another date in two weeks, but we haven't really spoken since he was last here. How do I approach this conversation with him without scaring him away? Uh, I I think I brought this up like two weeks ago and it was, I, what I feel like is happening more often than less is everybody is saying, be open in relationships, do this, do that. But the problem is when you start becoming so as a woman, if you become too open, too fast, people think you're nuts. And like, seriously. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. 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 And this, that's was, I'm, yeah. she doesn't want to scare him away. Yeah, this for girl's sure. crazy. I think the best thing to do is I, I don't know where I read it, but I, I said it and I said, um, you need to have nonchalant conversations. You need to make it sound like, oh, it's just like casual. Like, you know, how do you feel about seeing me? You know, how do you about like, how do you feel about doing something in three weeks? Or how do you feel about doing this and doing that? How do you feel about me coming here or going, doing this this weekend? Or be weekend? like, well, what are we going to do? Like date or something long distance? Like just something so yeah. nonchalant and fun. But funny. like slick. Yeah. Like slick. Something that's really neat. And then what what was your takeaway from that question? I think she did. I think it's a good sign that they're already planning another date in two weeks. 
I mean, yeah. they had to plan. I mean, he's wanting to see her again. So it's not like a one and done and it's long distance. Two weeks, you can totally do a relationship every two weeks, yeah. long distance. Well, yeah, until one of you is like, I want to be closer. We yeah, well, that's the end goal. And yeah. if you're in a long, in my opinion, in a long distance relationship, your end goal should always be that you're going to end up together. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to do long distance forever. Yeah. Well, but yeah. I think it's good. I think, but yeah, she's like, how do I approach this conversation without scaring him away? I think, yeah, nonchalantly bring it up. I think they're both feeling it. I think yeah. she's good to do it. Look, a guy, listen, that's the thing. A guy won't make plans for a girl states away if he's not interested. Yeah. He's, he's and interested. If he wasn't, he'd either ghost her or he would just. He just wouldn't see her. Yeah. Or he would either, one of three things. One, he would just say he's too busy. Right. Two, he would ghost her. Three, he would have to just break it to her and be like, I think you're great, but just not my type or whatever it is. Yeah. But he's not. He's seeing her in two weeks. So this is awesome. I got no time. They're going to see, I think maybe on the third day after this, after their second week together, maybe on the third day, bring it up casually. So tell this woman that messaged you, say, I just answered your question in our podcast. Yeah. And just I say, do that with everyone. Let me know how it goes in two weeks. Yeah. Perfect. We'll with her. Cool. Okay. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay, there's so many. Let me let me see. Okay, let's do one more, and then we're going to skedaddle. Okay. Okay. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost four years, and we've been talking about getting engaged soon. He's going to med school next year, and I'll be living away with him for three years of his undergrad med school. Then we have plans to move back home. I'm really close – or. I'm really close with my family and my mom and I are best friends. As much as I love him and it excites me for our future, it sometimes makes me sad that I'll be leaving my mom, best friend, my mom is, her mom is her best friend, family and close friends. Do you all have, do you all have any advice on how to deal with moving away from your comfort home place? This is a phenomenal (laughs) question for you. I have a little bit to chime into Mm -hmm. and I will after you, but this is all you, Raven Nicole. This is hard. This is something I still struggle with. Very much so. Adam, but explain Adam to people, could talk about this too. But explain. For me. You know, no, no. Oh, here. I'll, I will chime in, but you go ahead. Um, It's still hard on me to be away from. I'm super, super close to my mom too. I talk to her probably 10 times a day. And when she doesn't answer her phone, I'm like, hello, it's your best friend calling. Like, <laughs> you have nothing better to do than to talk to me. You know, I love my mom, but, um, and my two best friends, I already told you earlier in the podcast, I've known them since I was in preschool. And let me tell you something. These are, these girls are like my sisters, like my sisters. No one, <laughs> no one is like my Whitley and my Kelly, you know, nobody. <laughs> and they have their own families and everything. And it's, it was so hard moving away from them because I saw them every day Anytime I had a bad day, I could go over to their house. Um, I can still call them, but it is not the same. And then they have families and little ones running around, so it's so hard for them to come see me. But it is so crucial for my spirit and my soul to see them. And that's why we're going to Branson this weekend, because I've I've been in this coding class for six months, and I haven't been able to go home. Adam can attest to this. I... I really struggled. I'm like, I just need to go home. I mean, Dallas is my home. Wherever Adam is, is my home. Mm. But like, 
Hoxie and like my best friends, my mom and my dad. There's just like not a feeling like that. Yeah. Especially for a woman, I think it's, I hate when I say that all the time, especially for a woman, but for women, we need girls. We need the love. We need the support. We need to call and gossip and like do all the things and feel supported and loved yeah, by no, women. You have to. I think a couple of things. One is, um, the, there's an end goal and picture in mind. And a lot of this was also predicated like your parents, they did mention, they said once they retire, they can see themselves moving here, close to here, mm-hmm. having a home here, having a home there, and you know, spending time both places and like still being able to enjoy themselves. But not everybody is in that position. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is the 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 end goal and the vision is what's most important here. Is okay, how is this all gonna come around full circle? Now, if your parents lived in Florida and we were dating in California, that's completely different, right? Mm-hmm. This, this is closer. You, it's, you're in the same time zone. It's easier to uh, keep up with things. And I'm going to be honest. Like I, I, was a, I was homesick when I left home and I first went to school in Arizona. And uh, I was so used to my mom doing my laundry. <laughs> and you know, I, my responsibilities were like slim to none. And then especially when you go to college – it's like my dad. I didn't. I wasn't on the uh, the car insurance plan, so I'd pay my own car insurance. Well, that's a little different. Yeah. That's like that's like having your, um, you're but, finally independent. That's a little different than like it's scary. It's scary though. It is, yeah. And that and my the thing is, is I feel that as if. But she's not worried about her car insurance and like growing no, up I know. and stuff like that. I know she's not. worried about her relationships. I know, but what I'm what I'm it's the the concept and the principle that I'm going to talk about is it's like you sink or swim and you you will figure it out. No matter where you go, no matter what the language barrier or whatever it is, you will establish a friend group. Yeah. You will you will naturally gravitate towards people that are like-minded or bet or high that their IQ levels are higher and you want to surround yourself by people like that. And you never know where it's going to take you or how it's going to go. But as as long as people have the open mind that, okay, I'm in a new place. This is a new place for business, new place for growth. This is a new place that I can flourish. Then I personally think it's a good thing. I mean, yeah, she's she she is doing it. She's going to be with the love of her life. But she's like, do we have any advice on how to deal with moving away from your comfort zone? Not that it's like a good thing or a bad thing? I, like what's the yeah, advice? You I think would give? my advice would be to voice that to your significant other. Let them know that, you know, mm-hmm. you are, you do feel sick. I think that your parents, um, if you are very close to them, you should have a talk about, Hey, come visit me. Yeah. And it's fun for you know, your yeah, parents. Yeah. I, you know, look, I, you're obviously going to go home, you'll spend holidays or whatever with them and you know, Hey, we'll have our time. But I think it's really important that your parents are go, you know what? You've, you've been coming here a lot, but let's flip the script. Let me, I'm going to come see you, right? And there's just nothing better than having your parents come visit. And it's just like home comfort. And mm-hmm. it's like awesome. Because like my dad used to do that. In co- my mom used to do it when I was in college. And my dad's done it here to come visit me. And it's just great to just be around them, catch up, and just be in their presence. Because, I mean, yeah. quite frankly, your parents won't be here forever. So, right. you know, you, need to, you also need to savor that. Precious. Them, be, take them. Consider the moment as precious. 
Yes. And I'm sure that's probably weighing on her too. Also, yeah, I think having your parents come see you is so important. And just always involving them. Like this mor- like uh, yesterday morning, I sent my parents a workout video of me and Adam. And then my dad sent one of him working out. <laughs> like that will make you feel like you're at home and you're not at home. Like you're still having those everyday yeah. conversations. And like my dad will send me pictures of breakfast or me and Adam pictures of um, breakfast, what? and then we send pictures of our breakfast. Like that little tiny stuff really does make a difference because yeah. it feels like I'm still, I'm still in this family, and I'm still a part of everything. Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry to cut this short, but we have like we're juggling a lot of things right now, and we have to. It's like um, eight thirty at night, and we have to go meet the plumber at our new house, and I'm so. <laughs> So sorry to cut this short, but we're just like trying to get everything ready for the holidays. But um, are we off next week? Um, Yeah, we're off. um, Well, this will air next week, but we're off for the next two weeks. And then we're going to pick up actually in the new year. Um, But we're going to record a few episodes, hopefully before the new year. So that way we kick off the new year with some awesome content. Okay, perfect. And I promise we won't be so sluggish. We'll like pep up and get through these holidays and we wish you a happy and safe holiday. Be careful out there. Wear your seatbelts. Don't drink your drive. And we love you. And as always, if you want to ask us a question, go to our Instagrams. We love you. Have a great holiday. You guys take care. Bye.